Welcome to the Joy Revolution Podcast, where you'll stop letting the chaos of adulting fuck with your joy of living. Because can we all agree that adulting is a lot? All the responsibilities, obligations, chores, all the things you gotta do so that you can look like you've got it all together. But that's only half the story. What about how your life feels on your insides? How come no one ever taught you about that? I'm Elizabeth Wallace, a certified integrative life coach here to school you on the essential skills of working with your internal world, your emotions, your nervous system, your bodily sensations, and your thoughts so that you can close the gap between a life that looks good on paper and a life that actually feels good to you on your insides. Let's dig in. All right, so get ready for what might be my favorite episode thus far of the Joy Revolution podcast, episode 16. And today we're going to talk about running experiments in your life. So I'm convinced that a part of the reason why we get stuck, whether it's feeling a certain way in our lives or in a specific job or a relationship that doesn't feel good or habits that feel icky, like heading straight into your bed after work to just zone out or not moving your body like you wish you would, is because we all don't have a sustainable way of going about making changes that feels good on our nervous systems because it doesn't add a lot of pressure to our lives. Because I'm sure you've heard this before, (laughs) that the root, like I have like such air quotes right now, that the root of all suffering is being attached to the outcome. Cool. Like I've heard this a zillion times. And sure, if you could apply for the job and not be attached to getting it, yeah, obviously the job application process would be oh so much lighter. Or if you could go on vacation with your family and not feel like you have to be so freaking controlling over every damn detail to make sure everything goes okay, it'd probably be pretty nice, right? But every time I hear that idea, of you must detach from the outcome, I do the biggest inner eye roll. And I think, okay, but how do you become unattached? It's like, yeah, that sounds nice. But could you give me a little more of a manual for how to do that? Like, how can I make changes but not be clinging to them for dear life, hoping and praying that they're going to make me feel better? How do you actually do things Especially things that are different than you've done before, like, you know, try new things like apply for a job or start a job or go on a vacation that you haven't gone on before without becoming so attached and there being so much pressure. And the spoiler is, I'm going to give you that how-to today. I'm going to give you that manual today. So the way you can help make making changes in your life easier is to stop thinking about making changes in such a definitive way. The way that sounds like, I am making this change. And shift more into something like, hey, I'm going to experiment with this. Experimentation is the key 
to sustainable life-altering change. Honestly, actually, switching to experimentation itself as the way you go through life is itself a life-altering change. But this is how I got myself to start doing things with my son when he was little. I mean, he's still little. He's 18 months at the time of recording this. But when he was little, little, and when I was so freshly a new mom that I felt like I couldn't do anything because my entire world was completely rocked. Anytime I thought about taking him anywhere, I was like, oh my God, I have to get him in the car seat and pack the diaper bag. But what if he gets hungry? Oh, I have to pack food. Is it his nap time? I have to wait until after his next nap. But like, then what if he's gassy? I have to, I have to, I have to, blah, 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 right? On and on and on and on. And I never did anything. I never tried anything. It took me a very long time to take him out of my house on my own. Because making that change in our daily routine, trying something new, it just felt so big, right? It was like looking up at the tallest freaking mountain. And the thing that helped me to do so though, and what has continued to help me is thinking about everything like an experiment. I'll literally say to myself, well, Today, I'm going to experiment with bringing my son to my friend's house. We'll see how it goes. I'm going to experiment with having him nap in the car on the way, and we'll see how it goes. (laughs) And this really worked because I wasn't putting pressure on myself by saying, I have to figure out how to go see my friend while toting around this baby. No, right? I literally allowed myself to think of it like, well, We'll just see how it goes. If it's a shit show, I'll learn something. I can always adjust course if it goes downhill. I can always adjust the experiment. The same thing is true when I started doing yoga again recently. Now, I'm a certified yoga teacher and I actually spent a few years teaching and working in a studio full time. But during the pandemic, during pregnancy and postpartum, the three P's, pandemic, pregnancy, postpartum, my practice totally fell off. I I just couldn't do it. And then I got in my head about it, like so many of us do when we are trying to start something, change something, make any shift in our lives. Restarting my practice felt like a really big lift. But recently, I've been having cravings to move in that way again. One of the things that stopped me in the past was to think, I have to get back into yoga. And that just felt really heavy to me, like a lot of pressure. Like if I started again, I had to pick up where I left off with the intensity and commitment of someone who is four years younger and who hasn't had a baby or lived through a pandemic, which just like isn't true and is not possible to be that version of myself anymore, right? So it felt like a really big hurdle to get over the getting back into yoga vibe. And so I decided to lower the bar to entry. And I started to experiment with moving my body again. And it has felt utterly joyful. I haven't stopped since I began to think about it this way. I've practiced more on my mat in the last week than I have in the last three years. Now, you'll notice if you like rewind 15 seconds, that I had a major language change in how I was talking to myself about doing yoga. 
right? I wasn't saying I need to get back into yoga anymore. I was saying, okay, for the sake of experiment, let's try moving my body and see how it goes. That allowed for the possibility that it would feel good, which it did, without the pressure of feeling like I had failed if it felt bad, which it could have. Right, so the thing to know is change is historically hard for us humans, right? Because it means doing something different. And with different comes unknown. And with unknown comes fear. And with fear comes hesitation, procrastination, worst case scenario thinking, overthinking, overanalyzing, and just general resistance. Right? Does that sound familiar? And that is all due to your brain's natural response to change. And when you add in societal pressure to always, quote, get it right, right, air quotes, you've got a recipe for staying super freaking stuck. Like literally, why would you try to start anything new or make any sort of change? But run an experiment and suddenly you're not claiming to know the answer. There is no right You know, you're not tied to a specific outcome because you're not betting your reputation on it. So this isn't, um, this isn't very scientific and this is only anecdotal from the hundreds of people I've coached, but the way you think about making change in your life does directly correlate to how easy it is for you to make change. And the ease of making change comes from how much pressure you put on yourself in the process. And that pressure is alleviated by thinking about any change you make like an experiment. So take anything you want to do in your life. Maybe it is, I don't know, disconnecting from work so that you can be present with your family. Maybe it's to get up early and read with your coffee. That's another one that I have been re-implementing. It is so good. And maybe it's holding a boundary with your mom or your mother-in-law. That is a common one that comes up with my clients. And so whatever it is for you right now, something you want to do in your life, start in your life, change in your life, something, you know, something tangible. Think about that right now. And now add these words in front of it. For the sake of experiment, I'm going to blank. For the sake of experiment, I'm going to Try completely disconnecting from work tonight. For the sake of experiment, I'm going to go for a run and see how it feels. For the sake of experiment, I'm not going to answer my mom's text right away. For the sake of experiment, I'm going to get up tomorrow morning and read with my coffee. We'll just see how it feels. What do you notice about putting the change you want to make in the context of an experiment. I just notice how that feels for you in your body, like how possible it feels for you. Now, the next step is to go test your experiment, right? Go do the thing you wanted to experiment with, right? Keep that open, curious attitude of, well, we're just going to go experiment with this. Let's see how it goes. Literally, Try that thing you have in mind today, tonight, this week. Time bound it. That's the other thing about an experiment. You run it and then you look at your findings, right? An experiment doesn't last 
for years and years and years, unless you're like leading an actual scientific experiment, which we are not doing, right? We are in the experiment of life and I'm talking about like smaller things here, right? So it's literally like, I'm going to try waking up tomorrow and reading with my coffee before work, just as an experiment. I'm going to experiment with how it feels tonight if I completely disconnect from work. Then you're not putting so much pressure on yourself of like, this is what I do now and I must do it forever because it must be right. No, you're alleviating that pressure by being like, hey, let's see how this goes. If it works, I'll keep doing it. If it doesn't, then I'll know something and I'll tweak it. Right? You can do this on a larger scale too, right? With things like, I want to stop people pleasing or I want to change the way, um, change how I show up at work to feel more capable or I want to be someone who can feel confident enough to move across the country even though my family does not want me to, right? Or simply like, I want to change how stressed I get at work. We tackle these larger, more wide-ranging goals when we work together one-on-one. But I'll let you in on a little secret. I run my coaching practice like a series of experiments. When you hire me as your coach, we meet together weekly for six months. And during that time, after every single session, you're going to have an experiment to try over the next week until we meet again. And this works magical freaking wonders because you are always taking steps forward without feeling the pressure that making change typically carries. And it's why coaching together is so much freaking fun because it's experiments. It's lighter than making serious life decisions and making changes. No, it is not that, right? Your life does not have to be so serious. You do not have to be so sure all the time. In fact, you shouldn't be, right? Because life is inherently a series of experiments. It's just we've found ourselves in a world where we prize being sure and, quote, like knowing things, right? And being right. (laughs) We prize being right. When I kind of gave up on that idea and instead decided to have fun with experimenting with things in my life. Like, A, I'm doing far more things. And B, I become a lot more sure and a lot more confident every single day because I'm not just thinking about the things that I want to do and the things that I want to change. I'm trying them because I've lowered the bar to entry and you can too. Start with that one thing you thought of earlier in this episode. Run your experiment. See how it feels to make changes and try things looking through the lens of this is an experiment. All right? And then share this with someone who you know is trying to make some sort of change, no matter how teeny tiny or how large. This is the perfect, perfect place to start whenever you are trying to make any sort of shift in your life. And let's be honest, all of us are always making tiny shifts in our lives. Right? And this perspective of looking through the lens of experiment can create so much openness and ease and lower the bar to entry. So you stop just thinking about 
and not actually making change or white knuckling through it and instead moving through it with joy and curiosity and a whole heck of a lot of fun. Thank you so much for listening. My hope is that every single one of these episodes brings you closer to a life that feels better to you on your insides. And if you're looking for more, you can find tons of tools and tips, ideas, and perspectives on my Instagram at Elizabeth the Joy Coach. And if you're curious about working together personally, you can find out more info about that on my website, which is linked in the show notes. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you are listening so that more people can join the joy revolution and get out from underneath the heaviness of adulting.